We are back with another edition of the SQ Sports Podcast. There's me, Shane, of course, joining me as always, Q. What's going on, my guy? What's going on, man? Not much. Um, you're probably feeling pretty good after that weekend win over the Warriors. Was that a, What day was that? That was on Thursday night. Thursday, yeah. That was a um, big win. Big win. That was was a big win. Um, we'll, we'll get into that further down the road. But first, got to talk about the trade that shook up the NBA. And no, it is, does not involve Anthony Davis. Kristaps uh, Porzingis was moved from the Knicks to the Mavericks. Full details on the trade. The Knicks received Dennis Smith Jr., DeAndre Jordan, Wesley Matthews, and two first-round picks, which convey in 2021 and 2023. Uh, the Mavs received Porzingis, Tim Hardaway Jr., and Courtney Lee. Uh, this is this is, kind of comes as a shock to a lot of us, and it moved really quickly. Um, the news that Porzingis wanted out came just hours before he actually got traded. Uh, so unlike Anthony Davis, this moved very quickly. Basically, the Mavs are trying to get another superstar to pair with Luka Doncic, um, and the Knicks are trying to create some cap uh, so they can go after some max slots, which they did do that. They got rid of Hardaway and Courtney Lee, who both are on the books for uh, two and three or one and two more years. And they got two expiring contracts in DeAndre Jordan and Wesley Matthews. So the Knicks uh, are set up to make a run at two elite players this offseason. As for the Mavs, Porzingis already said he's going to sign his qualifying offer for $4.5 million for the 2019 season, meaning that he will become free agent in 2020. so they got one year to make it work or this trade is kind of just for nothing. Um, obviously Dennis Smith Jr. Wasn't working well with Doncic, um, but they had to give up two first rounders and they're really thin um, across the draft board as they gave up their 2019 first rounder, the Hawks last draft. So Q, what do you make of this? Do you have a clear cut winner on this trade? Uh, just give me your analysis. Well, I guess it's hard to name a winner until summer, right? Until we see what the Knicks yeah. do. Um, Cause I mean, if they get, Katie and Kyrie, then obviously it's a big win because they didn't. They had they were like five million away from max base uh, before the trade from one max slot. And now they have two, and, and like they probably would have needed. They probably thought they would have needed to use a first to get off of Lee or Hardaway uh, in order to create that that one max slot. So I guess yeah. like their net gain has been instead of losing one, they get two. So it's like like a net gain of three first round picks, essentially. Um, mm-hmm. so I don't hate it. I mean, it was just like at, completely out of the blue. It didn't make any sense. It was clear that they were working on a trade and then whatever that, like they were working on it the night before and then what would start tweeting all that stuff about a meeting, but the meeting was probably just telling them that like, we're thinking about trading you. Um, yeah, we're going to trade you. So then Porzingis got mad or whatever with his brother. I don't know what his brother, his brother apparently wanted to like have front office power or whatever. I don't know. It's weird. But, um, at first, I was like, this is a complete heist, which I guess it might be um, because Porzingis is – obviously, he's been injured, but he's – like, I mean, there aren't really – it's hard to get a, a better fit with Doncic as a big man than Porzingis. Like, that's – if Porzingis is healthy, that, that, that one-two duo is insane. Uh, I don't know how you guard that, really. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. That's, but – No, yeah. I mean – Yeah, keep going. I was, I was just going to say um, – I, I think the fact that they're both European like shouldn't be undervalued. I think there is something there where Porzingis is 
gonna like kind of want to make it work with Doncic. Just I like because I know people were kind of making memes about that and like saying like oh we're just gonna get an all European team, but I do think there's uh, some value in that they're both like European, even though they're not exactly from the same country. But I, I think I think there's something there. Yeah, I could see, it, especially because Dirk's still there for this half season, at least. Um, I mean, he's probably gonna retire, but I think Dirk will. Because uh, Porzingis, I mean, he said in the past that, like he, like he modeled his game off Dirk a lot, which you can see in the way the shots that he's able to make somehow yeah. at his height. So yeah, I think I think it's a good situation for him. Um, it is. I mean, it is kind of risky, I guess, because trading two firsts, mm-hmm. including an unprotected one, twenty twenty one, and um, top ten protected in twenty twenty three. Or I guess it'll change depending on the Hawks pick or whatever. But um, and Dennis Smith, like that's kind of their only. Those are like all their assets really that were left. And I yeah. guess I mean Porzingis is probably worth it. But if he's still injured, and I mean if he leaves, I don't know. I'm not really sure if he's going to take the qualifying offer. I know Shams tweeted the first time. Um, that was like I I was like I couldn't believe that when I saw it. But then Woj said that he's still debating his options. If I were him, I don't know. Like, okay. oh, that's too risky. If they, I mean they're going to offer him the max. I don't know why he wouldn't just take it. Yeah, coming off an ACL yeah, tear, especially true. considering uh, apparently he's not going to play this year. So, um, and he's had a lot of in- he's had a lot of like small injuries in the past. Um, lead- I mean, he's pretty frail. That's probably his biggest weakness is that is he's just sm- like kind of thin. Um, yeah, I'd agree. So, I mean, it's risky, but I think I think it's worth it because they had. I mean, it was kind of they kind of had uh, like I don't know. Like Doncic was obviously a great. That was obviously a great move because Doncic is crazy good. He's only nineteen, um, but now that they lost Smith, it's kind of like to twenty seventeen. That was kind of just a waste. The whole year was kind of a waste. Um, and then they're gonna be missing three firsts. I mean, I guess they're gonna have cap <laughs> because Doncic makes like eight million or whatever for the next three years. Yeah, something. seven seven and a half. Yeah. Yeah. So they. I mean it's going to be kind of tough to build a roster around them. I guess I can, I can, I can trust the Mavericks to put together a good roster though. I mean, they've done it in the past, so I wouldn't put it by them, but it's still like at, at the first, as soon as I saw it, I was like, all right, this is a clear win for the Mavs. And then I saw the picks and I saw, I kind of understood what they were going for. And it seems like they have to know something about free agency because they wouldn't do it just to sign like Boogie and Tobias Harris. They wouldn't do that. They have to think one, yeah. either Katie or Kyrie or maybe even Kawhi. I don't think why I would go there, but I mean, you never know. But Katie and Kyrie are like the two that linked, like the two big names linked to the Knicks. Um, and Kyrie wanted to go to the Knicks. I mean, I don't know if he wanted, just only wanted to go to the Knicks, but he did have them on his list when he requested a trade, um, which everybody laughed at. But um, I mean, and it's, it's, I mean, it's kind of ironic that like as soon as the Knicks thing came out, as soon as the trade came out the next day, all the Kyrie talk started where Kyrie was talking to the media. And he was uh, praising the Knicks, and then he said, uh, "Now he's not sure if he's going to resign or not." Or he didn't say it outright, but he said he's going to do what's best for him. And six months ago, he was saying he told a, all the season ticket holders at the stadium yeah. he was going to resign. Crowd, yeah. So clearly, something's yeah. changed. Um, so I, I, yeah, I, I guess, and I mean, if they get both of them, and say they get the number one pick or even the number two or three pick, which is likely, um, after that they could trade for. Maybe they can the 80s we say if the Lakers don't get them in the next few days. Um, so, yeah, I, I, yeah, all I'll say is that it's too early to grade it. I don't hate it as much as I did immediately, but it's still, it still could be a very big loss for the Knicks, though. Like, it, it's, it's a, that's a huge risk. I mean, that's insane. 
Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, well, I think on the Mavs side, um, I don't know why, because they were in the perfect position, because you know Cuban's always going out hard after free agents. They were in the perfect position because uh, Wes Matthews and uh, DJ were about to be off the books. They were going to have a good amount of money open up. And now they just take uh, hard, Hardaway and Courtney Lee, who are going to combine for $31 million in cap space next season. They're already on the books for $76 uh, million in cap space next year, and that's without Porzingis being signed. Um, so I think it's – I mean, I do like the move to go in after a superstar, um, especially if you can sign him long term. But I think the Mavs are still – couple of years at least away from doing any severe damage in the west just because you have harrison barnes on a 25 million dollar contract you have tim hardway for 2019 and 2020 um and courtney lee and dwight powell are making decent amount of money so i think it's going to be tough to build a roster around these guys obviously Porzingis and dantich are going to be a hell of a one-two combo uh but without without draft picks i think it's i don't know it's going to be tough because, um, like you said, DSJ was kind of one of their only. Obviously, besides Doncic, DSJ was one of their only good young assets. Um, so that's just kind of my take from the math side. I think I, I would. Uh, I think I guess Cuban, Cuban wanted Porzingis, but with so many big names, could have got, gone out and, and made two. They would have had room for two max slots had they not made this trade. I believe. Um, so I think it's interesting that in, instead of going the free agent route, Cuban uh, acquired Porzingis via trade. Um, yeah, on, on the Knicks side, I, I don't I don't hate it. it they, I I feel like there had to be some sort of rift between Porzingis and the Knicks, or they had to have some notion that he wasn't going to sign, even though that is um, a year away. But I do like what they're doing. I mean, just like a complete start over. I mean, you got Knox, you got DSJ, Alonzo Trier, Mitchell Robinson, and this upcoming draft to kind of form a decent core. And they're all really young, under 21. So um, I, I honestly don't hate it from the Knicks, Knicks side at all. Yeah, I don't hate it. Uh, it is funny that they the passed Mo- on Dennis Smith and now they have him. Uh, yeah, me. yeah, that is yeah. Um, and for the Mavs, I will say, I mean, they do still have Brunson, who's been pretty good. He has been great. Yeah, Brunson, yep. He's been solid for mm-hmm. a rookie. And maybe they think he's just a better fit next to Doncic than uh, Dennis Smith yeah. was. I guess, I guess it's fair. Um, and they got Trey yeah, Burke. I think, yeah, I think that's fair. Trey Burke will replace um, what's the, J.D. Barrett, who just got hurt for the rest of the season. Yeah. Hardaway, Hardaway and Lee will help him. I mean, Hardaway, this yeah. year, like, obviously he's putting a lot of points and he's been kind of inefficient. Because, um, I mean, he has to take so many shots. He was the only – He's the only scorer on the team, or at least experienced yeah. other than Trier and Knox, and they're both rookies. Um, but I think I think he could be like pretty solid as a third or fourth option. And Courtney Lee's good too, so it's not like not like they got trash back. Yeah, I, it's, not like, I, it's not like you're getting, yeah. That's the thing yeah. about the Lee about Lee's contract. Like I don't think I don't know people treat it like it's some terrible contract. And I mean he's overpaid, but it's not like Courtney Lee's pretty good. Like, yeah, I, he plays 12, defense. Twelve million, yeah. twelve or what do you mean? I think it's twelve or sixteen. I don't remember which one it is. But even so, like yeah, oh, any any yeah. contending team would like to have him. Like I would like to have him on the Sixers. I'd be cool with that. Um, and he's yeah. like I, play, experience in the playoffs, professionally. Like, everybody, I don't know. I don't know. It's just I, I can see people. And the Hardaway contract is weird because they also already had Hardaway when he was a rookie, and then they traded him and they gave him way too much money. 
Um, Same way, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I know Porzingis. I there definitely was something wrong with him in the front office because um, two drafts ago, there were rumors about uh, Phil Jackson trading him. The Suns wanted him. A lot of teams wanted him. Um, and then they, then he, they didn't get traded. And then Phil Jackson got fired. And now apparently him and Fizdale might not be on the same page and he might be healthy, but they don't want to play him for the tank. Although I don't think playing him 20 minutes a game would really hurt. Cause I mean, they're, they're going to put him a minute restriction anyway. So I think, and maybe he did just tell them like, maybe he told the Knicks, I'm going to sign the qualifying offer. And they were like, all right, we got to trade you then. Cause it's not worth the risk. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, not worth the risk. And so, I mean, I guess there's a lot of stuff behind the scenes. I still think they could, might have been able to get a better offer for that. Like, I feel like, I don't, I mean, maybe not. I don't know. But I feel like somebody could have given a better offer at the end of the day. Um, yeah. And I, maybe, I think the that, other teams that, weren't willing to take on the contracts, I guess. That's probably it. And another thing about that is, like, unlike the Anthony Davis stuff, this obviously went in motion so fast. We really don't know who else was kind of in on it and what they were offering. Um, so there's nothing really to compare uh, it this deal to. Um, but what I will say is that I think the Mavericks are playing a dangerous game, only having two of their next five first-rounders. Um, I, think, I think that's risky. Even, even if you think your first-rounders are going to be in the mid-20s because you're going to be in the, at the top of the league, I, I think it's, it's always tough when you don't have those contracts on the books. Yeah, I agree with that. But, yeah, I mean – I mean, it, it was just – I couldn't – it would just all happen so fast. It was, like, within five minutes. Yeah, it, it was weird. Saying that he got traded to Dallas. And then people were saying the Spurs were involved. And then uh, it's just – I mean, if they would have known this, like, last July, I mean, maybe they could have gotten, like, Kawhi or something. I don't know. Obviously, yeah, just, yeah. just revisionist or whatever. But you never know because apparently somebody brought this up. Like, last year – Stephen A. Smith reported that the Spurs are willing to trade Kawhi for Porzingis. And this is like before all the Kawhi stuff happened. He just said that. Everybody like obviously was really? bashing okay. on him. So maybe he did know something. I don't know. I mean, it's kind of hard to trust him, but maybe. maybe yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah, it's just, it's just, it's just like I can't, I can't believe it. But I guess maybe I can believe it. I don't know. It's just, I think it all just happened so fast that nobody understood. So what fast, happened. yeah. So. Yeah, no, I agree. Because all, especially like the past year of NBA drama with the Kawhi, Jimmy Butler, and LAD, all of it's just been really long and drawn out. So for this to just happen within a couple hours is pretty crazy. Um, but to wrap it up, I completely agree with what you said is we'll know who won this trade uh, once the summer rolls around. Once people sign their contracts um, and these big names find new uniforms, we'll know uh, if the Knicks actually actually did win the trade and this is the same same thing with uh christophs so waiting another year around uh if he doesn't sign long term with the maps this summer mm-hmm. um, but we'll hop on to obviously the anthony davis news seems like there's new news every couple hours uh with this um came out just today davis said that he he, he what he put a list of teams out that he would sign long term with the celtics were not on that list according to Woj, um, but the milwaukee bucks were um, I know you sent me a tweet uh, that didn't that kind of debunked that theory. Um, however, I, honestly, it'd just be really interesting if uh, Giannis and AD were on the same team. Um, but I still think it's I still think it's LA, and it's going to happen like soon, and it's going to happen before the deadline. Uh, you have any new thoughts on the AD situation? 
Yeah, I'd agree with – I think it's LA. I mean, if, if that offer of Ingram, Kuzma, Lonzo – Rondo, Beasley, and two firsts. Rondo, yeah. Like, I don't know how you. I don't know how you say no to that, especially if they're going to take Solomon Hill. Yeah. Like that's. I mean, no one else is going to do that. They, they're so desperate for AD, which makes sense. They should be. Yeah, it's crazy. Because they, they, they missed yeah. out on two straight. Like they can't. If they let AD, if they let him go, like they, I mean, you can't. You can't live that down. Um, that's three straight within. Yeah. Twelve months that didn't go to the Lakers. I guess Kawhi still could, but you never. I mean, not looking likely, but. Um, if I'm the Pelicans, I mean, I don't – one, I think that AD has to know something about Kyrie because unless, it's, it's either he knows something about Kyrie that Kyrie's leaving or he really was like – really think they did Isaiah Thomas wrong, like his dad said. One of those two had like – because there's no reason why he wouldn't want to go there for bat, like basketball. Yeah. That's the best fit basketball. Yeah. You need a rebounder, a big man who can block shots. I mean, Al Horford's fine, but he's not Anthony Davis. Um and they have the most assets to do so. I mean, they're, I don't think they're going to give up Tatum now. I, I mean, that'd be, I mean, I don't know. That'd be pretty risky. I guess. Yeah, that'd be very risky. Age, but because Jalen Brown's value has kind of gone down a little bit this year. Obviously, it's been, he's been playing well lately. But um, last summer, coming out of the playoffs, like his value was all-time high. And now it's probably gone down a little bit. Rozier is a free agent. Um, and those picks, they're still, I mean, the Kings probably won't make the playoffs. That's probably going to be like the 13th or 14th when they thought it was going to be probably top five going into the season. Uh, the Clippers pick, yeah. uh, if they get it, it's only, it's lottery protected. So if they get it, it'll only be at worst at best 15. Um, and the, I mean, they're, at, they, I mean, they're not like set in certain the playoffs. So they could fall out of the playoffs. The Grizzlies picking, they'll probably get it. If the Grizzlies keep falling, I think it's top eight this year. And then. I forget what it is next year. I know it's unprotected in 2021. By then, they might be um, – I mean, they might be good again. So, all these picks that they have aren't as valuable as they thought it was. As one thought. Yeah. yeah. So, Tatum's like the real prime asset right now. I mean, maybe – and Marcus Smart's yeah. got a good amount of value too because he's playing really well and he's on a four-year deal. But, um, I, I mean – I mean, it, yeah, it's probably the Lakers. I, I saw the Clippers. Maybe I don't think. I think if, like you, um, you told me earlier, if Harris was a had an extra year, I think it would make a lot of sense because Harris is really good. But he's a free agent. He'd probably yeah. leave. I mean, unless they gave him the max. But I feel like giving Tobias Harris the max for New Orleans. That's just kind of like I like Tobias Harris, but for them, I wouldn't like him getting the max. So then you're just yeah, kind of desperate for like a forty-five one team again. Um, but. It's, I mean, the I mean, who what was the other team? The Bucks. And that, I don't even think that could happen until the summer. And even then, I don't think it could happen because all the all the good players, other than Giannis, are all going to just have signed contracts, so they can't be traded until December of next year. Um, who who's the other team? It was Clippers, Bucks. There's the Lakers. the Knicks. Oh, the Knicks. Still yeah, it all, I mean, that just depends yeah. on the pick. That just depends on where they where they fall in the lottery. So yeah, it's looking yeah. like the Lakers, um, and maybe the Suns will get in on it. Which I know, you, I mean, you would probably like them getting Lonzo, right? Yeah, probably. He's probably better. Yeah, than, yeah. I don't. I mean, maybe he's better than whoever was in the draft this year. I guess John Morant, right? But I'd, I'd still, if I can get Lonzo now, I'd probably just do that. Um, because yeah, think I would he, like Lonzo. He'd be, a, he'd be a perfect fit next to Booker and Aiton. Um, especially in the open court, his defense is really good. His passing is good. They don't need a score. I mean, they have enough scoring. They really yeah. just need a point guard who can pass and defend. Which I mean, he fits. Yeah, that. and some D. Um, and LeVar is yeah, saying no. he'd rather go to Phoenix. So I guess, I mean, that makes, I feel like that makes a lot of sense for every team. Like the Pelicans get either 
they get Josh Jackson and maybe the Bucks pick, maybe like two seconds, just to get some more assets. Um, and then yeah. Lonzo goes to the Lakers, uh, to the Suns, and then the Lakers get AD. I think that would work. Um, if they are trading like Rondo and Beasley, I guess Beasley not as much, but Rondo's like their third best player this year. Um, and I guess it's more yeah, no, that's, that's, this trade isn't for this year; it's for like the next three years. But that team would be. I mean, it has LeBron and AD, but it like what's that? What else is on that team? They have yeah, I know the guy from Kansas, the shooter who's decent. Um, Mo Wagner, yeah, Mikhailu, yeah, he, Mo Wagner is in play. Yeah, um, yeah, so the KCP, but yeah, that's tough. I, I mean, I think they have Zubak, I guess, but that's my whole point. I think like the the more this drags on, the more desperate uh, we all see how desperate the Lakers are. I mean, they're they're giving up what the 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 recent trade offer is six players and two firsts, and like you, three of those players are are young assets, and the other one Rondo, the other two Rondo and Lance, and I guess Beasley, they're still contributors on this team. So you're giving up like six contributors and two first round picks just for one player. So I, I mean, like you said, this is obviously to build more for for the future. Um, but still, that roster is going to be thin besides LeBron and uh, and AD. Um, I I do think it's going to happen before the deadline, and I think AD will be a Laker. Um, that being said, I I hope the Suns get in on this deal. If we can give up, it, it, I would rather keep because people are saying it's either going to be TJ Warren, Josh Jackson, or we call Bridges. Um, obviously, I'd rather give up Jackson out of those three. Um, mm-hmm. That being said, the Pelicans would probably prefer um, McCall. I think number one, he's because he's, he's young and he's just a better player than Josh Jackson. And then TJ Warren is 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 a nice score. So I'd probably prefer to give up JJ if we have to give up the Bucks pick as well. I mean, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world just because if we do get that defensive point guard and then uh, defensive pass first point guard like Lonzo and then have a top pick. So a guy like Reddish or Nazir Little um, or R.J. Barrett, then I think we would that would be like the rebuild of the last five years all coming to fruition right now. Um, like you said before, if we didn't get screwed out of the lottery two years ago, Lonzo would already be on the sun. So it's pretty unfortunate that you have to give up uh, more assets uh, to make that happen. Um, but yeah, all in all, I mean, I think AD is going to be a Laker. And uh, I, I think we both thought that last podcast. And, I think we're both still in agreement. Um, it's starting to turn into the Jimmy Butler nonsense where it was fun to follow Woj and Shams' tweets at first, but now it's just kind of getting repetitive. And I just want to see a move made and see them on the court in different jerseys. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. But yeah, I mean, I would, if I, if I were the, if you're the Lakers um, and I would I would try to if you're gonna give up six players I would try to make Hart one of them and hold on to like Kuzma um, I or think Lonzo. Kuzma's gone. I feel like Kuzma's gone no matter what no matter what he, yeah he, makes the least amount of money. he has the most value right now out of all three because Lonzo makes the most yeah. out of all of them Ingram's a for sure he's gonna get paid next six year million. or ne- either next fall yeah. or next summer and then Kuzma's making nothing he's at end of the first round he's making like two million for the next two and a half years. Um, and he yeah. plays. I mean, he's a big man. I get. I mean, he's a wing slash big man. He's kind of whatever. Yeah, he's a wing. Uh, yeah, he's he's, yeah, he's, he's, he's done no matter what. And they're replacing. I mean, Kuzma with AD basically. 
Um, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if they're gonna put Hart in it or not. Hart's kind of struggled recently. Um, probably hurting his eye. He well, has been hurt, but um, I feel like if I mean if the Lakers keep him, I'd I'd be happy with that. He's a good three and D. Yeah, for if they make that proposed trade of the, the six players and two first rounders, like Josh Hart now becomes at least for this season like a really like crucial piece on the team where I feel like it fits more of like an eighth man come off the bench, 22 minutes a game, give me energy. But I mean, I don't know if he'd be a starter. I think KCP would probably start at shooting guard, but I mean, Hart, Hart is playing 30 minutes at least a game. If, if they give up six, six guys, that's what, that's what their roster makeup will be really interesting. Um, should this trade go down? But I think it's all. I think it's all in the best for both teams. Yeah, both I think, parties involved. I, I think right now, what would it be? I guess if they, if they trade Rondo and Lonzo, then it's Caru- Alex Caruso. Maybe they would get like Alfred Payton back or something. I don't know because they need someone. Yeah, to play. yeah I. I don't know what, why. What good for the Pelicans does it do to like? Obviously, it doesn't hurt them. But why would? Why do they? I get maybe Rondo, but why do you want Stevenson or Beasley? Like, yeah, that doesn't like, make sense. What, that doesn't make what, any sense. Yeah. And they're definitely more influential players for the Lakers just because their roster will be so gutted that those guys can actually play good minutes and score the ball. So, um, yeah, I think I think when it's all said and done, uh, hopefully Zoe's a son, which means one of our young wings will be a Pelican. But, yeah, I think you're right. With Kuzma will be gone, Ingram will be gone, and at least two first. Um, as for the three veterans that were mentioned in the LA Times deal earlier today, I'm not really sure about that or which one of them will be involved because uh, right it just doesn't make sense to me that they're that you're trading away six players i just don't really understand that yeah um that pick um, if they trade this year's pick i mean that's gonna be a decent pick right now it's a like pick yeah it's i mean at best unless lebron and ad click immediately i mean that they're that best they're gonna win a lot like 45 46 games probably um yeah that's like the 15 or 6. I mean, so, it's not that pick. 2021 pick might be bad, yeah. but um, yeah. Yeah, but, that's, yeah, I guess we'll see in the next two days. I hope it's over in the next like two hours, but. Yeah, yes. agreed. One, one more thing. Uh, that is another good point you made about the picks. Um, I know you're talking about the Celtics picks don't have as much value as originally thought, but the 2021 Lakers pick is most likely going to be like a late first rounder, like pretty much garbage pick. Um so the Celtics do not only do I think like they probably have more assets uh, with actual players, but their picks look better too. So um, I mean, they still have better assets than the Lakers. It's just whether they would be willing to give it up. I just don't think it's like give it up. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a. I forget who. It, I'm trying. A couple of years ago, someone said that they wouldn't sign with. with I forget who it was, but that's another that kind of screws the Pelicans, which. I mean, obviously, I thought tampering, but a couple of years there's really ago, nothing they can do. A couple, a couple of years ago, there, there was some team was going to offer. I, I, I don't even, I forget what I'm, who I'm talking about, but some team was going to offer uh, for this star, but then he said he wasn't going to resign, so they got less value from a different team. I don't know. I'm not, not, not George. Um. I don't know who it was, but regardless, this is the same situation here because the Celtics aren't, aren't going to be aren't going to want to offer a lot if AD has already said he doesn't want to stay. Obviously, 
Boston's a different town, a different basketball city, and they probably think they could convince him to stay, but still, you're not giving up. Like you said, you're not giving up Tatum, especially if Kyrie might leave just for AD to stay for one year and leave as well. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, but I, I guess another Laker we'll talk about, uh, LeBron James, back in action. First time playing in over a month after he suffered that groin injury on Christmas Day. Um, he played against the Clippers. He went for 24, 14, and 9 in 40 minutes in an OT win. And two days later, he sat out against the Warriors, um, which makes sense. I mean, they're not going to rush him back, especially after he played 40 minutes uh, in a game they really needed him to win. Uh, and obviously, every time LeBron's on the court, he, he wants to win. So he, they're not going to put up, they're not going to play him if he's going to play 20 minutes a game um, or anything like that. So I, I kind of like this. Don't play him on back-to-backs. Give him a couple days off. Obviously, no one really thinks the Lakers have any chance to do anything this year. Um, but going forward, you want LeBron as healthy as he possibly can be. So uh, what, do you, what do you think about LeBron coming back? I mean, there's not much There's not much to it. He, he looked pretty good. I mean, pretty rusty shooting the ball, but he was doing yeah, it all. He, was obviously a big... he, wasn't, he wasn't really jumping on a shot, which, I mean, I guess it's kind of expected. He doesn't really jump that much anyway. But um, yeah, he doesn't yeah. when he normally shoots. But he was like just basically shooting set shots, and he went one of six from three. But I mean, at the end of the game, he was taking over like he always does. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess. I mean, man, they're gonna if they get eighty, they're gonna be in a very they're gonna be a, a annoying like five through eight seed. Um, that'd be yeah, that'd be yes. the worst possible draw for especially like the Nuggets, even the Warriors. The Nuggets, that's, that's yeah, that's what I said. I mean, like the Warriors, if the Warriors I, play them in the first round. Obviously, they boogie now. But if they have LeBron and AD, and even if they have nothing else, um, that's a tough match. I would, I wouldn't like. I would obviously, I pick the Warriors, but I wouldn't like. I wouldn't be that shocked if the Lakers somehow pulled it off. Because I mean, I just can't. Yeah, agreed. Out. I'm never going to count out LeBron. Even last year, I mean, the Cavs almost took two games off the Warriors. Um, game one and game three were both close. Game one, they should have won, but yeah, that's that's a different story. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, LeBron, <laughs> yeah, that's a- LeBron, he looked he looked very good, like he always does. Um, I still think he looked. I mean, I don't, I always kind of question how much of an injury. I mean, I didn't think it was that big of a deal at first, but then he missed like two weeks, or uh, he missed like a month and a half. Not a month and a half, like a month and yeah. one week. A little over a month. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. From Christmas to the January 29th. So, um, I was glad he missed Tuesday's game against Phil- against Sixers. I was glad about that, but. Um, I kind of, I was kind of hurt he didn't play against the Warriors. I mean, that could have been they were player with him for yeah, the Warriors. But um, who did they play this week? Hold on, let me pull it up. I know they play. They got they got Indiana on Tuesday, Boston on Thursday, and Philly on Sunday. So that's a stretch. I mean, I, I definitely assume he's playing Tuesday after sitting out Saturday against the Warriors. And I, I say and Thursday, Sunday. Thursday too. I mean, they might have AD on Thursday. Yeah. It might yeah, that's, yeah, actually that's no, he won't be he-, he won't be healthy anyway. He's still out, so it won't matter. But um, I mean, that'll be an interesting game Thursday on the trade deadline. Lakers Celtics, all the stuff that's going on. That'd be yeah, kind of, kind of fun. And then they play. Then you got the Hawks, and they play at the, oh, they play at the Pelicans. Uh, yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be two weeks after I got traded. That'd be crazy. Uh, they play Rockets, Grizzlies, Pelicans again. But they have a tough schedule though. Uh, they saw the Suns. They yeah, played they the Clippers, Nuggets, Celtics, Bulls, Raptors, Pistons. I mean, it's not that hard, I guess. But and they play the Warriors again. Um, I think. I mean, LeBron's fine. I don't. There's not really that much else to say about it. He's gonna be fine. 
Yeah, and one last note. Um, I think he's going to be fine, too. Um, I just think, he's, like you were saying, you just need to do enough to make the playoffs, especially if you got AD and LeBron. So I wouldn't play – I don't even know. They don't even have any back-to-backs. But I wouldn't play him on back-to-backs. He's feeling a little sore. I wouldn't play him. Because um, I think they're going to do enough down the stretch to get enough wins to slide in there. And it doesn't really matter what seed now that they're kind of so far away from taking the top four, uh, getting home court. So I, I would just make sure uh, he's healthy. Because, like you said, you never know with LeBron in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right. So, the, with we do have the trade deadline coming up this week. Uh, next time we talk to you guys, everything will be official, done, set in stone. Um, I just brought up a few players that could be on the move. Uh, first one, I got Mike Conley. Um, obviously, Grizzlies point guard. He's got a pretty hefty contract. There are some teams, some contenders in need. Of a point guard, I saw that uh, saw some proposed trade uh, involving the Jazz going after Conley. Um, I think he would be a really interesting target, uh, just because he is a veteran. He is plays really well with the ball in his hands. He passes well. He shoots well. He doesn't do anything like extremely good, but he's kind of just an all-around solid point guard. Um, so I think Conley could be on the move, especially with the Grizzlies playing so bad lately. Probably want to blow it up. Um, I also have Drew Holiday. I know you want him on the Sixers. If the Pelicans do decide to trade AD before the deadline, I would expect that Holiday would probably be gone as well. Um, there's, I, I mean, I don't think he would really want to be there around a bunch of young guys, um, especially if they did get Lonzo. Then that's just kind of weird. I mean, and he I also have Trevor Ariza. Trevor, yeah, Ariza. Play Trevor, I think Trevor Ariza. Well, okay. I think Trevor Ariza honestly just get bought out, honestly. Yeah, I think he's gonna. I think he's gonna be playing for a contender, though. Um, obviously, the Wizards thought they were gonna be somewhat of a contender that he was gonna play for uh, when they traded for him a, uh, a couple months back. But yeah, I think Ariza is gonna be gone. The Wizards have no point um, in really keeping him. I don't. How many? How many games are the Wizards out? Or, or they have a spot? Like, the Wizards are out, two and a half out. Yeah. Uh, I mean. Yeah, I mean. You never know, but 22 and 30, that's tough. Um, yeah. yeah, getting back to Drew Holiday real quick. So, because I know the Pelicans want to move Miritich. Uh, they want to move Holiday. But I actually, like you said, he could play the shooting guard. That would be kind of an interesting four that you would run out with Zoe, Drew Holiday, Ingram, and Kuzma should that trade go through. Like, that's – I don't think they're doing much damage, but I think that would kind of be an interesting team. If they mesh, they could play pretty well together. Uh, do you think what, – what, I mean, I know you, you want your holiday on the Sixers. What do you think about his options of getting traded? Uh, do you think he's going to be moved? Well, now Woj said yesterday that they don't plan on moving him, but, I mean, that could always change. Um, I think if he doesn't get moved now, he'll definitely get moved in the summer. Um, because his contract, when he signed it, everybody thought it was bad, but it's actually like – I'd say it's worth it for Drew Holiday. I think it's like $27 million every year. Um, and he's still pretty young. He's only 28, so it's not like he's old. Um, other fits other than the Sixers I think would be good. Um, I would have said Indy before Old Depot got, tra- uh, got hurt. Utah, just same with Conley. They could probably get Drew. That would help. Um, any other? I mean, if Orlando still thinks they can make the playoffs, maybe. I don't see it, though. Yeah, that's not- – I mean, and, and the thing is, like, Especially in today's NBA, it's—I it, feel like it's not only like, do you think you're going to make the playoffs? Like, it's, do you think you have like 
any realistic shot because the NBA is different in that, uh, at least in the East, I think the top four seeds are going to be um, are going to be the four left. So that's tough to to sell your fan base on making a move, giving up uh, some sort of asset just to push for like a seven or eight seed. Uh, so right. I think the NBA is just different in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, any any other any other names that you have that you might think will get moved uh, in the next couple of days? Obviously. Obviously, they're, they're going to be a good amount of moves. There always are on uh, deadline day for the NBA. Um, anyone in particular you're thinking of? Uh, Noah Vonley on Noah Vonley on the Knicks. Um, He's kind of yeah. having the best year. I mean, he's shooting 36% from three on two, over two attempts, which is decent. Um, he's rebounding well. He's defending pretty well. I think any, any team that really just needs any backup big man, like he can kind of play the five, like small ball five, especially now that he can shoot. Um, He's kind of picked his career up with the Knicks. Any other anybody else? Uh, Randall, I think will. Eh, I don't know if Randall will get traded. We'll see because he is a player option. Yeah. Um, but he's he's kind of like Bonley, where, um, like he can kind of play both four and the five. Although he can't shoot as well. He has shot. Oh, he's. I mean, he's been okay from three. Not good, but better than he has been in the past. Anybody else? Um. Uh, Wesley Matthews or DJ might get moved now because now they're in the Knicks and the Knicks don't need them. Although they did play yesterday. Yeah. No. I was surprised. Yeah. About. Um, there's something I just had in my mind. I don't know why I forgot about it. Oh, Alec Burks. Woj said yesterday he's going to get traded, which makes sense because the Cavs don't need him. Uh, anybody who just needs scoring, the Jazz could use Alec Burks, but you know, it's whatever. Corbett's been good. I'm trying to think. Oh, uh, Jabari Parker, apparently. Windhorse said today that the Lakers were uh, talking about Jabari for KCP, which I was like, it's kind of surprising because Jabari is not very good. Huh. And yeah, that's weird. He, even if KCP isn't that good, he's better than – one, he's better than Jabari, and two, he's a good finesse with LeBron. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we'll see about that. But uh, other than that, I don't really – obviously, more players will come from all the tanking teams, but right now I'm, – oh, Terrence Ross, I think yeah. he's great. Yeah. Yep. Terrence Ross. Yeah. Uh, well, that'll, that'll be interesting. I, I, people have, I don't think he, I don't know if you're going to be able to get it first for Terrence Ross. Um, oh, I don't think so. Which I know the Ma- get, they'll get two seconds. Yeah. I know the. Yeah. Which, yeah. I mean, I, I, as a fan of a team, I know you're, uh, the Sixers are trading for second round picks a lot. It's just kind of like so underwhelming when you get it two is, second round yeah. picks for like a player, but, uh, Gotta do what you gotta do sometimes. Um, yeah, so obviously next podcast is gonna be uh, fully packed with all the moves that happen. Um, even if AD doesn't get moved, there's still gonna be a lot of niche pieces for contending teams that should have a decent impact, whether it's a score off the bench or a defender and protector, whatever it may be. Um, I think you'll see the, the teams at the top of each conference try to add add a add out of peace. Um, yeah, getting into the bad contracts. Um, I don't know if we've done this one before. Uh, even if we have, I just want to touch on it again because of how bad it was and how wrong I was about it. Uh, Ryan Anderson, four for 80. Uh, he signed out with Houston in the summer of 2016. He was obviously traded to the Suns this offseason. Uh, just kind of a mishmash of players going back and forth. Neither team really gave up too much. Um, and I thought... One, I, I thought that the Suns were going to compete for a playoff spot, which obviously they're not even close. Um, and two, I, I just I thought Anderson had more left in the tank. He clearly is just absolutely awful on defense, even though he's only 30. Um, 
and I know he never was, never really was, obviously he wasn't known for his athleticism, but he just gets so exposed. Um, and honestly, you don't know that he gets exposed because he hasn't played since December 4th. He basically DNPs every game, which makes sense. Uh, there's no point in playing him. Rather get the young guys in there. He's on the books for 20 million next season. I don't expect him to be in a Suns uniform. Uh, whether we're still paying that contract or not is yet to be seen. We probably will because I don't really know who would want Ryan Anderson. Uh, he kind of declined fast because, I mean, on the Rockets, he was good for a couple seasons. They gave him that big contract the first uh, year, in 2017. Yeah, 2017, he was yeah. – yeah, yeah, and he contributed. He obviously can knock down three-point ball, but he just declined fast. And I don't know if there's really a spot for him in the NBA anymore, which is tough because he's – he is 30, which is not too old, uh, but he looks like he looks like an old man. Yeah, he's uh, he's he's definitely done. Um, my bad contract. I have Reggie Jackson because um, everybody kind of forgot about Reggie Jackson. Now he's on the Pistons after he was kind of good for the Thunder for like two years. Um, he makes 17 million this year and 18 million next year. He signed a five-year, 80 million dollar deal in 2015 as a restricted free agent. Um, he's just like so so media. He's a like definition of mediocre, honestly. Like he's just he does yeah, nothing agreed. good. Any, I mean, he's an okay shooter. He's actually shot decently this year. He's at thirty, almost thirty five percent. His passing isn't. I mean, he's only averaging four assists a game in thirty minutes a game as a point guard. Um, he's kind of he's just not improved. I mean, twenty fifteen, the year that they got him, he was actually like pretty good for the Pistons the year that they, they played the Cavs in the playoffs. He was averaging nine assists that year for the Pistons um, in 27 games after he got traded, 17 to nine. And he just, he's, he's just stagnated. As soon as he got paid, he just, I mean, I don't know. He just completely fell off. Um, yeah. It's, I mean, that's just, that's just insult to injury for them just because of how bleak their future already was. I mean, Blake's been balling, but I mean, no, everybody else just is that franchise. I don't know. They have no direction at all. Yeah, and that, that's not yeah. helpful, especially because he seems kind of like, um, not like a. I'm not saying he's a bad person. He's just kind of like not a great teammate. Um, Agreed. Just, yeah. Um, with the Thunder, clearly there were some issues there. Considering they, he he really wanted to be the starter over Westbrook after after he like kind of balled out and Westbrook went out. You really want to be the starter. It's like, and you're not gonna be the starter, man. I'm sorry, but um. Yeah, yeah, it's just another bad contract for the Pistons, and I feel like nobody – everyone just completely forgot about Reggie Jackson. No, yeah, I completely agree with that. He, he is just kind of a cancer to the locker room. He's one of those guys who – he has a lot of talent. He just – he can't really put it all together. Um, and I think a lot of that has to do with, like, attitude problems and stuff. But, uh, yeah, it's a shame for the Pistons because um, you, you, they have Blake on that – Blake is balling out, but he's on that huge contract making, like, 32 a year. Um and you got Drummond, you got Drummond and Reggie Jackson, who are just kind of cancerous players. Uh, but yeah, so let's get into the power rankings. I think we should be, we might even have the exact same power rankings. Let me hear what you got. Um, I've got Golden State, Milwaukee, uh, Denver, Toronto, Philly. Yep, I have the exact same thing. Um, I think Philly's win over the Warriors. Uh, showed something i was going to put the celtics in there just because they're nine and one their last 10 uh but that win against the the uh, warriors um was definitely big definitely a momentum booster for sure and i think besides the celtics and thunder i think those are like your clear-cut top seven teams um yeah i can't really i mean maybe houston but 
uh, I think those are just your clear cut top seven teams. And at least obviously throughout uh, each conference, um, the East declines as you go further down, but at least like the top of the, the top of the league is a good mix of Eastern and Western conference teams. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually balancing out pretty well this year for once. Um, so that's, that's exciting. Not just the Cavs and the Warriors every time. All right. And real quick, before we go, uh, we'll hit on some all-star talk. Obviously the teams were announced. Um, the reserves were announced. Um, I, the only thing I, I mean, obviously my, my guy, I think my guy, Devin Booker got snubbed. Um, I think Tobias Harris could have easily been there in the West. Um, I didn't, I didn't think Russ deserved it. Uh, neither did Clay. But I, I feel really bad for Rudy Gobert. Obviously, he he had that press conference where he was like kind of tearing up a little bit, which was kind of soft. But then when Draymond and Iguodala, I don't know if you saw that, they started mocking him and yeah, shit. That just like made me made me hate, uh, especially Draymond, like more. Like I think I already have as much hate as I possibly can for a player in Draymond. But uh, he's just a clown. Um, so yeah, I mean, I, I I feel bad for Gobert, um, probably the most out of anyone that got snubbed. Yeah, he's definitely the biggest snub. Um, but I mean, I could have Butler could have made it, I guess. But I'm not really that mad about it. He kind of he missed a lot of time. Uh, D'Angelo Russell, I'm glad he made it. Um, yeah, he's really, he's really picking it up. I'm trying to think who else. I guess Clay might have not made it. Uh, he might not deserve to make it. He's been so good lately. I can't really be that mad. Yeah, he heated up lately. Yeah, she can. Yeah. Um, and I guess there could have been an argument for Doncic. Not really. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Not yet. Yeah, so, yeah not yet. I, I honestly, I, I was glad to see Vucevic made it because um, I feel like he's just yeah, same. underappreciated. But other than that, yeah, um, I'm glad Simmons made it, obviously, because I don't know why. I, I kind of thought they were going to jip him. Uh, Lowry shouldn't have made it. That, that was Yeah, him. agreed. Um, off of Vucevic real quick, do you think there's any chance he gets traded? Um, I think there should I mean, be. He's been playing out, out of his mind, yeah. And I know he just kind of be murmurs about him maybe being on the move. Um, I don't know who who would be a prime target, though. Um, yeah, yeah, there's really yeah, not he's a, a great fit as a starter for anyone. Yeah. Unless it's like, I don't even, yeah, I don't really know anyone who could maybe. Yeah, but if he goes to a bigger market, I, I don't know, I don't know how long his contract is, but if he goes to a bigger market, um, I like, like people need to recognize this guy. Like, obviously he's having a tremendous season, but he's been good for a couple of years. And I remember uh, him and Jokic were kind of considered on the same playing field like two, three years ago. And obviously Jokic is is just completely popped off. But Vucevic is kind of doing some of the same thing down in Orlando. They're just not really winning any games, so he doesn't really get the shine he deserves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Um, all right, so that is another edition of the SQ Sports Podcast. As always, follow us on Twitter at SQ underscore sports um, and the website sqsports.wordpress.com. We will be back either next Sunday or Monday for a very interesting episode where we'll we'll break down all the trades, uh, what we like, what we don't like, um, and who we really think are the main contenders going forward because there are going to be some decent moves that help some teams um, that no one really has on their radar at the moment. So it should be an interesting pod come next week. All right, guys.